Hey there, if you would like ad-free and early versions of these episodes, as well as bonus episodes, movie club episodes, and lots more, head on over to patreon.com slash Craig and Friends. Make believe is not pretend, we might be ill, but we're on the land. It never starts, it never ends, welcome to Craig and Friends, welcome to Craig and Friends, welcome to... But anyway, <laughs> welcome Caleb to Craig and Friends. Welcome, Hello, Caleb. thank you for having me. Yes, thanks I'm for joining. So excited to be here because we have rescheduled like three times. Uh, it's just, just been yeah, building the anticipation <laughs> over and over. Yeah, it's quite. And then even today, mm-hmm. it was going to be two. Yeah, and then it was six because you were sleeping, and I understand that. <laughs> you know, Miss Faye woke me up when I taped with her in New York, and oh, I just really? thought there was a very loud buzzer at the Airbnb I was staying at. Uh-huh. And when I woke up. To the very loud buzzer, I had that almost indignant. Hey, what the hell? I, I'm not expecting anyone. Like you know, it all went through my head. Like who knows I'm here? What? what that's not for me. And then uh-huh. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I, and then I just threw a shirt on. Actually, I think this shirt. So it's, it's remarkable how these things come back to us. But yes. uh, that was fun though. Yeah. But then I was like, great. I've just rolled out of bed and I have to take a picture with Miss Fang. <laughs> <laughs> was she looking stunning? Oh, as always. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it, it must be hard for anyone to look good next to her. You know? <laughs> I managed to pull it off. <laughs> Isn't that right, everybody? Thank you. <laughs> What's your week been like? Um, my week has been pretty chill. Um, we are all gearing up for Sugar Tank right now. Of course. Um, so um, today was um a little bit of getting ready for that tomorrow we'll be getting my look together mm-hmm. um might be doing some things myself i um don't quite know how to use a sewing machine yet oh okay. um mark just always is like very very busy making everyone's look his own look you know sure um so for example like we went to a party and mark wasn't here and i kind of just like hand stitched a little bit myself and i was like you know what? I could I could do this yeah. if I you know if I had to. So next step, I guess, is the um, sewing machine. I mm-hmm. suppose. But have you fiddled around with it at all? I haven't. Um, it scares me. <laughs> what part of it scares the you? The needle. Oh yeah, I guess that right makes there. sense. Yeah, because you can really fuck your finger. Up, well, right? it's it's well yes. Well, I mean, I assume so. Yeah. Um, well, well it's, that would be the fear. I can't imagine just. Yeah. Well, well, it's that, and it's also ruining a garment that you're. Oh well, that makes more sense actually. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That makes more sense. This is going to fuck it up. Yeah. Yes. Fingers will heal, but um, ruining ruining no, a garment, garment is forever. No, no, exactly. It's like an edit you can't exactly. push back. Yeah, you can't Actually, I'm it. pretty sure that um, if I did end up doing that, Mark would somehow Ma- magically um, reverse it. Bippity-boppity-boo. Yeah, right. Some people have that gift with he, garments or anything. They're like, he don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> I know he threw away the rest of it, but I, I fixed it. And uh-huh. now it seems like there's more material. Yes, that is that is Mark for you. <laughs> yes, and uh, the video is already taken care of and tucked away. That's good to have that part mm-hmm. um, ready beforehand because yes. nothing, nothing quite like prepping video the night before. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, I I know all too well. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we've certainly uh, both been in, in that fun situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course you're responsible for the look, visuals, etc. of Avalon TV. Yes, I am. Which was. Um, it's it's actually been like a, a decently recent thing. Um, it started during the pandemic, mm. basically. 
Um, yeah. I, I had Simone's audition tape is the first um, video I ever edited. And oh, okay. then after that, it kind of just snowballed um, because of digital drag. Yeah. Um, and, you know, after I had learned a bit of editing through Simone's video, then it was, you know, doing digital drag for all the girls from Avalon TV. Right. Um, and it's been a fun journey. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy it. It's nice to be sort of pushed into rapid uh, learning or mastery yes. with something because of another exactly yeah. yeah and that's what you know it, it that's what made it feel organic too is like you know it was like okay we got you know we got to do it and i was like okay okay let's go let's yeah. go like how, yeah. how do i make this the best that i can with you know the uh the resources that i have available at my fingertips that's really the best way to do it with anything too just like plunge mm-hmm. deep into it and then you know make mistakes doesn't matter because it's about getting the final product together exactly and then of course you refine your process as you go i mean like even starting to do this on video fully mm-hmm. it's like what cameras are available yeah. and then one was not that great and then a neighbor happened to be like oh do you ever need a video camera and i was like i will borrow that from you <laughs> that's the one over there your camera gotcha yes, exactly it's better to later on be like "Ooh, that was that was really rough mm-hmm. than to just not have done it yeah waiting for the right time yeah, well i mean you know once you shoot a few things and you learn you learn what works for you yeah um you, you learn what shooting techniques work. You know how um, you know how different effects work. Um, so like I'll learn I'll, from every single video that I have done. I'll learn a little bit and yeah. I'll apply it to whatever I do next. Sure. Uh, you were just saying that oh my God. you think you dated someone who lived across the street. Yeah. Well, this street <laughs> is like the hot spot on Grinder. Oh, really? Or, or at least one of them. I just got on Grinder in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. Because sometimes it's like, is that person in the building? Is that my neighbor? Because <laughs> I don't want to really... Then you'll you know, recognize them or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, there's been a lot of new people moving in. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you don't necessarily want your, it to be your in-building neighbor. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people on the street. So I can only imagine. <laughs> but for uh, safety purposes, we are un- our location is undisclosed. Oh, no, absolutely. No, never, <laughs> never reveal the name. Certainly yes. not. No, near Melrose. But there's a lot of streets near Melrose. That is true. Right? We, are, so, we are somewhere in West Hollywood. That's right. Centrally located. Yes. But not that easy to find. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when you dated uh, this person who could have lived on this street, and because also we want to protect their identity as yes. well. Um, what was that situation like? It was actually when I just got to LA. Yeah. Um, when was that? Uh, 2017. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, honestly, it was nothing extravagant. Oh, we that's okay. would just watch a couple of movies together and mm-hmm. that's about it. Go out. He took me out to the movies. Um, Compatible movie wise, taste wise. Yeah. Um, you know, he was actually like in his like later 40s. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, that was. It just like it, it was very chill. Yeah. Well, age doesn't really matter as long as it's not a grotesque difference. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. So, in terms of dating, do you have a particular type that you go for? I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't. I I would say, I would say that it really depends on the personality. And yeah. If we vibe that way and also common interests. I sure. think that's um, probably one of the biggest things that I look for. Yeah. Same here. If you can't really talk to the person. Yeah. In much. It won't go. It yeah. won't go. Won't go very far. No, 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 <laughs> exactly. I went on a Tinder date recently that resulted in what I think is going to be a one night stand. They're yeah. very nice, but there was just nothing. Yeah. To connect. Dating in LA is also just like that. Like it's very yeah. hard to do. Yeah, that's true. It is. 
Yeah. What's your dating habits like recently? Because, you know, in the wake of the whole bus strike. (laughs) (laughs) Or have Um, you been abstaining? That's what that that little uh, gleeful (laughs) smile was. (laughs) No, um, I've been seeing someone a little bit. Like, it's not Ah. too serious. It's just um, very, very chill. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, Taking it very slow. Not like, I don't, I've I've been in a couple of relationships um, in my life and rushing into something is, one of the worst things you can do. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, you can put yourself in all kinds of bad positions yeah. that way. So from here on out, I've decided I'm going to take everything I do like snail pace. Yeah. If it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been my experience lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, also not putting too much pressure on certain things. I think yes. the whole thing when people go on dates and then they're like trying to read things into messages or how they were or like what their future is going to be like together. Yeah. Certain no. Doom. Yeah. That no. That's what I, I will say. I used to be that way. Did you? Okay. Yes. I used to be much more, um, much more uptight, I guess about it. And like yeah. very, very like results oriented. Yeah. Thinking about exactly. Yeah. But, um, not as much lately. Yeah. No, well, I think a lot of us are because, you know, you, you get sort of indoctrinated into like, this is what's supposed to happen. And we're supposed to be like together and supposed to think about each other all the time. And mm-hmm. then you realize that's almost, you know, veering yeah. towards codependency. Fairy tale. Yeah. Fairy tale. And sometimes like scary. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. So how many relationships would you say of like long term uh, status would you ha- have had? I would say three or four ish Mm -hmm. my very first relationship was like three and a half years wow yeah and now how many people had you been with before that relationship because sometimes that will affect you know when you jump into a long-term thing yeah especially if it's like the only thing you've been involved yeah well this was actually i was um i was still in high school okay whenever we started dating um and he was in college um and i had only dated one guy before him Mm mm-hmm which was, I mean, it was like nothing. <laughs> we we both just, it, it was basically, we were both this, uh, the only gay guys in our school. So. Sure, sure. It's like, well, why not do some stuff? Yeah. yeah. Like, hey. It was yeah. very that. Yeah. And also, you know, sometimes the first thing is just there to get to the second thing. Exactly. Yeah. A stepping stone. <laughs> exactly. Well. Get it out of the way and then you can move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Now, what was that age difference? Um, only two years. That's not bad. Yeah. That's wasn't, not bad. was not bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it ended up lasting um, three and a half years and haven't been in a relationship that long ever since. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Pardon me. Three and a half years is a very long time, particularly at that age. Oh, yeah. So did things get weird like kind of soon into it or was it a while into it? No, um, it was very much like too clingy, too dependent on each other. Yeah. Um, Inseparable at the hip, like, you know, like one of us couldn't do anything without the other one uh you which... watch that without me that kind of stuff <laughs> no i have no um yeah like i i i i, w- I used to be like that <laughs> and he used to be like that too uh, yeah well the, the, it was a yeah. very give and take kind yeah. of um... i'm sure it was a mutual thing oh yeah those things weirdly they pull together magically between two people yes um, yeah. never again <laughs> yeah good well that's good but that's what those things are for for mm-hmm. learning lessons and stuff and so um what town did you, was it Little Rock that you grew up in or what town I was grew up it? in Mountain Home, Arkansas. And now how far away is that from Little Rock? That is about three hours away from Little Rock. Oh, okay. It's um, right on the border of Missouri. And when did you first meet Grant and Hunter? I 
actually met Mark first. Oh, okay. Um, I met Mark through um, our friend Katie Tipton. I was um, her and my three and a half year long relationship boyfriend. Um, uh-huh. We were living with her and she introduced us to Mark because she went to high school with him. Oh, okay. North Little Rock. Yeah. Um, so that's how I met him. And then I ended up meeting Grant and Hunter later on at a house party. Um, One of their the house parties? No, this is actually our friend Levi's. Okay. <clears throat> and we didn't really... Excuse me. That's okay. <clears throat> Getting choked up with emotion. It's understandable. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, we didn't really talk to each other too much that night. Um, it was very It was very much a... It was actually kind of awkward, I feel like. <laughs> really? Now, why is that? Um, Do you think? Well, <laughs> um, I was a very hardcore delusional Lady Gaga fan, oh, which okay. I still I still appreciate her her um, art artistry and everything. Sure, but sure. I was I was on the delusional side of the little monster spectrum. Well, now were you one of the Madonna is evil because of uh, I would, like I, I mean would, I'm just saying in terms of the spectrum of uh, I would Gaga say that fans. I was uneducated. I see of, it, about Madonna. Oh, okay. okay. Um. Like the first Madonna I remember hearing is like, um, like music when I was like, but I was like, you know, still like very young. Yeah. So it, I wasn't, I, I didn't really understand her impact on pop culture sure. and the world sure. as it were. And Lo- Lady Gaga, of course, came along at the yeah, right time she, to yes, really. Yes. Yeah. And when you're also been, when people start telling you, yeah, but you know, she didn't invent this, but like, you don't want to hear that. Yeah. And it's, that's annoying. And then you can get set in. It was, in it was, yeah, that, it was right? very, it was very much like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, like I said, I, I still like, you know, I have Lady Gaga songs that I absolutely adore. And then I have other songs that I'm like, why did you put this out? Would those happen to be on the Joanne album? Um, that that actually, yes, that, that is actually, um, that is actually around the time that I was like, okay. Okay, this girl um, has lost it. <laughs> well, I just remember going, well, okay, she finally made one of those albums. She got this out of her system. This this next one, I'm hoping, mm-hmm. will be real good. And I loved... Our, was Art Pop the next one? No, Art Pop was right before Julian. That's, uh, yeah, why am I thinking that? But then the next one was Chromatica. Yes. Okay. God, that was strange. That I don't know why. This is like another post-pandemic or tailwind of the pandemic. Like That's an odd chronology thing that is pretty easy to remember. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But anyway... Yeah, Joanne, you thought, uh-oh, the ride's over. Well, to me, the second I heard Joanne, I realized, oh, she's doing a people pleaser album. She's she's fishing for the general public, you know, uh-huh. even that, you know, even like older straight men will be like, you know, <laughs> oh yeah, I'll totally play a million reasons in my little dive bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. I was disappointed because all of the hubbub about the album beforehand was that it was going to be a very rootsy, stripped down, kind of acoustic record. Mm-hmm. And then um, that song, whatever the first single was. This is Perfect like, Illusion. Thank you very much. I was like, this sounds like a demo. There's loads of program shit going on, but it's not very interesting. It's just like, yeah, yeah, put something on there so we know what rhythm you want. And uh, I thought, this is not the album that I think I was promised. And then... I don't know, Pinot Grigio Girls. It's, it's a, lot of, a lot of problems. A lot of problems with that record. <laughs> yeah. Did you question your fanhood? Well, I had already, like, I mean, I had already kind of, like, started to, my interest kind of started to wane a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, you know what? She put out uh, The Cure. Oh, okay. That yeah, song. Right. Um, right before Joanne. And I was like, oh, okay, if this is what she's going to, you know, if this is how her new sound is going to be, I'm totally here for it. Yeah. She just had a speed bump. Hey, look, everyone mm-hmm. has a, a, a bad album here or there. And then, of course, Star is Born, which was amazing. I thought it was amazing. The movie. Anyway. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> oh, it's really good. I'm a fan of, well, I need to see the 
third. It's funny that movie's been made yes. four times. Yes, the Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson one I'm a big fan of, but the movie I don't think is as good as the Gaga Bradley Cooper movie. Really? Yeah. No, honestly, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Have you seen the Streisand Christopherson one? That'd be a fun movie. Uh, movie night. Uh, not both of them back to back. That'd be a little much. A little much. A little much, but. Yeah, no, there's just, the isn't movie's there, great, but... Is there a Judy Garland one Yes, as well? that's right. That's the second, the first original remake. Because <laughs> there's, I can't remember the one before it. But yeah, that one's supposed to be fantastic. I would like to see the Judy one, for sure. You've never seen it? I've never seen that, huh. no. But back to when you and uh, Grant and Hunter had a bit of uh, awkwardness yes. because of your um, yes. out and proud Gaga yeah. passion. It wasn't like malicious or anything. It was just very like kind of like we were like you know keeping each other at arm's length yeah sure, sure. as as it were yeah um but uh -oh, then what's that oh i said where's my vape sorry. oh yeah that is that um, is important it is important i'm sorry it's very unprofessional actually it's very professional but i i need my tools yes and you understand this i sure do <laughs> i'm just relieved i didn't lose it in the couch which has happened it's a section oh my gosh and this will go i need to paint something on them because you know i i had a jewel that um i kept for over a year Oh wow, that's impressive! Very surprised. That's very good, considering you know going out, getting drunk. Oh sure, getting an Ubers. <laughs> I never lose them that way. I always lose them in the apartment. Oh yes, I, yeah. I will do the same. And I've had uh, the other day. I discovered one. I was waking up, and I felt something hard in the bed. Uh, but uh, then I was like, "Oh, there's that other vape I, I couldn't find before. I'll get that later when I actually wake up." Mm -hmm. And then later it was like just wrapped up somehow in the sheet, which was yeah. a relief because I'll lose them. I go to sleep with them in my hand, mm -hmm. which is really healthy. That's good. <laughs> I'm really making a lot of progress. An adult pacifier. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, at a certain point, I have to go. Okay, put it under the pillow because mm -hmm. nicotine is a stimulant still, so it may not help you falling asleep. Yes. So oh, yeah, I sure. do have to put it down momentarily, and then hopefully. Mm -hmm fall asleep anyway uh yeah so there was a bit of keeping each other at arm's distance yeah suspicion perhaps um yeah <laughs> <laughs> now, um, what, what was the house party at levi's like what was the cast of characters it was actually very small um mm -hmm. it was levi his boyfriend um mark hunter yeah my, mark was there mark hunter grant my boyfriend and I, and then like just like two or three other people. So it kind of contained house parties. It was yeah. easy to be suspicious of some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, the next time that um, I I actually went over to Market Hunters, and um, I feel like I had matured even just a little bit. Um, <laughs> and maybe I was more bearable to talk to. <laughs> what, what was their music conversation uh, the night of the party? Was that what started the, th the thing? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, no. so it wasn't that. It was just... It was more of like just like seeing online, like, you know. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then things started to mellow and uh, cohere yeah. from there. Yeah. Well, um, I went over to Mark and Hunter's place um, and my friends, um, it's kind of confusing, Hunter Jolly, a different hunter. Uh, see, Yeah, that's remarkable. Two hunters in one yeah. friend group, especially. Yeah. Um, hunter Jolly and Daniel Lambert, those were, um, those are my two good friends in Little Rock. Mm -hmm. um, they introduced me to reintroduced me basically to hunter and mark because i'd already known mark a little bit but they had been hanging out with them a lot okay so um I were there any were there any nicknames to delineate which hunter was which when people were talking because sometimes people will use the last name of someone no, no they just say uh, well i i i guess i guess um we would say like hunter jolly a lot for oh, the, so other, the full name for, for the yeah. other hunter yes yeah that's good. There was no like Hunter 2. Yes. No one wants to be the second one. Exactly. Just yeah. the full name. So, okay. Then you're all hanging out mm -hmm. and everything. And then the house party start. 
yeah, so I, I I went over there and you know I had a blast. Um, we just chilled, drank, smoked together. We talked. Mm-hmm. We had a great time. Um, and I realized that I really liked them. Yeah. Um, which can be nice after you sometimes think a first impression of someone is always the right one. Mm-hmm. Usually it is, but then sometimes you're like, I don't know about them. But then you find that sometimes yeah. they can be all, end all, up being all your best friends. A little conversation. Yeah, exactly. And so. What was life like before then? Not just, you know, that it was a sea change when you met them, but Mm -hmm. uh, before this time period we're talking about, growing up and everything. Um, Like growing up in like my hometown? Yeah, and uh, home life. Um, Well, my parents separated when I was five, Mm -hmm. um, which I guess may have like subconsciously took a toll on me a little bit, but I I feel like everything else is pretty standard. You know, I had a, a single mother for most of most of the time raising mm-hmm. my um sister and i what, what's the age difference between you and your sister three years mm. yes that's a comfortable age yeah. difference yeah and then i have a little brother who is um turning 10 um in september oh wow this month. <laughs> wow well happy birthday what's his name <clears throat> luke happy birthday luke not yes. that he's a listener to the show he shouldn't be <laughs> and i don't this, think luke, i don't no. think he will <laughs> i think we'll keep him away from this for a little while <laughs> but that's fun though because um it's nice to be like introducing the younger sibling to various oh, yes. uh, arts and things. Yes, it's um, it's nice. We'll play Fortnite together sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a big video game person? I am. Always have been. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite uh, games? Um, I'm a big Nintendo fanboy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So um, vintage and all of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and actually, I mean this this really does tie into my growing up experience mm-hmm. because video games has always been like my escape. Yeah. Um, and just like something that calms me down mm-hmm. a lot. I also, um, I just tend to, I tend to always like, the way my brain works, I always have to like, I, I always, always want to be engaging in something. Sure. Instead of um, just absorbing stuff. Oh, okay. I, like I, I prefer playing video games to watching things mm-hmm. um, a lot of the times because it's very hands-on. Sure. It's very, like, you know, um, I like puzzles. Um, okay. I like I like using critical thinking mm. to get better at whatever it is I'm doing. Sure. Um, and video games is I mean that's basically all video games are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're constantly thinking about the next move and everything, mm-hmm. and then also there's the uh, operational aspect yes. to it. Yeah. It's a meditative state. Yes. I like that uh, with films and everything because mm-hmm. I love thinking about the themes of them and all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm obsessed, of course, as I'm sure you are with the, you know, set design and lighting as we were talking about before we yes. started. What about movies and TV that you... Uh, um, movies, I am a lot more open to. Mm-hmm. TV shows, I have to be interested within the first like one or two episodes or I'm out. Okay, sure. That makes sense. Um, movies are a lot less. Uh, you don't have to commit as much. Sure. You can watch something if it's terrible. You're like, well, that was that. Yeah. Um, and then you could also watch something and be like, well, that was amazing. There's usually a minute mark though, where you kind of know yeah. what you're gonna get for the rest of the movie. Uh-huh. It's like I find between 15 and 20 minutes. So you yeah. kind of know. There where are TV you're at. shows like that as well. At the house, um, sometimes whenever we watch stuff, like a lot of the times it'll be Grant being like, someone put something on, <laughs> like, <laughs> what can we watch? We've been through, you know, whatever. Yeah. So we'll like, you know, like he'll, Hunter or um, Mark mostly will like explore like what's what's out there mm-hmm. and they'll find the most obscure stuff. Um, so are they the two most uh, likely to be putting something on? 
When, he, at a movie night or at a group uh, watch? You know, it really, it really depends. Mm-hmm. I see what will happen with TV shows for me is if I realize the entire group is really into something, I'll be like, okay, I trust their judgment. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Did it with The Undoing with Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. But also with things like that, I like to wait until they have all the episodes aired and yes. just binge it. Yeah, because sure. the suspense really kills me a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the most recent one they got me into was um, because they had watched it and enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, I can... I can Except, you know, if, if it has their stamp of approval, yeah. I will watch it. It was White Lotus. I need to see that. I know everyone I Amazing. trust and uh, appreciate uh, opinions of mm-hmm. have said, oh, yeah, you'll like this a lot. Yeah, it was um, it was very interesting. And it's just it feels like it's kind of uh, one of the one of the first of its kind. What are some movies that sort of sparked your imagination as a kid? Movies um, or TV shows, or, you know, never ending story. Oh, yeah. That's loved a um, Labyrinth. Yeah. Love blew that. my mind. Mm hmm. Titanic was my gay awakening. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. You know, I've never seen Titanic. <laughs> I love getting that reaction. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and just never. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Never saw it. Huh. Lots of strange Italian crime films I've seen, and you know, but yeah, I just never. Sometimes when th- something is like the real big thing of the year or whatever, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally understand that. Yeah. Not out of a snobby way. It's just sometimes <clears throat> you, I hear about something enough and it just, I don't even think about it. Titanic to, is also extremely long. See, I don't mind that. I like a good long movie. I I can't believe, I, w- I was like, you know, like four or five or something when I watched it. Like, <laughs> like incredibly young you were into it to get into a three hour yeah i can't i actually like thinking back on it i can't believe that i was that age and i was actually like fully in like in the theater engaged in the film yeah because like around that age usually people are like well it's not bad they watch about half an hour of it and we'll try some more tomorrow yeah i fell asleep um like for example i i went to see star wars and babe pig in the city um both those movies i fell asleep in (laughs) as a kid so it's weird titanic well i guess also it had you know partly to do with my gay awakening leonardo dicaprio in that movie is just there you go yeah you know yeah i mean i wanted i wanted to marry him right (laughs) that'll keep your attention up it sure did (laughs) i'll tell you that um but yeah that's that's like really when i realized i was gay Mm -hmm. like i was like oh wow i was talking with someone recently about how i used to see every movie sting was in and which means i've seen a lot of bad movies uh and i like in the theater i mean i saw dune and uh (laughs) everything he was in the bride which is a terrible Mm -hmm. movie where he plays dr frankenstein and then the the who's gonna i think it's his bride played by jennifer beals from Flashdance. it is not a good film Although I'm going to rewatch it just to see if it's really terrible and mm-hmm. then that way I'll enjoy it. But then I, I was talking to Ada and I was like, I must have had a crush on, <laughs> you know, this is long before I had any yeah. idea. Right. And then, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Bowie, of course, I saw Labyrinth in the theater when it came out. Yeah. Just that old Caleb. Uh, and, um, <laughs> that's a funny one too. If you ever get to see it on the big screen, you're like, wow, that they really, really deliberately shot his crotch like that yeah <laughs> and in the yeah, making can, of they talk imagine. about that they're like no that was a deliberate choice mm-hmm. because we want to make him as much of a rock star as possible yeah. so that i mean you can't accidentally there's a couple shots where hoggle is like face to face with mm-hmm. his crotch i was like i was terrified of him <laughs> i thought he was like really cool but i was also very scared right there's like a lot of emotions yeah i mean i was like very young watching it and you know it, it already been out for a while and it was my aunt's like one of my aunt's very favorite movies yeah. so she um had me watch it and 
him like stealing the baby and like the that whole like I was like oh my goodness yeah and how he just appears in the bedroom and also like the sinister way in which yes. he talks to her yeah uh, and also at some points there's a way to read the movie where you're like Sarah's the bad guy uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, I'm sure that yeah there is multiple ways to interpret that <laughs> he made all this stuff for you he had this party <laughs> he did what you wanted him to yeah and then there's that weird sort of S&M twist towards the end when mm-hmm. he's begging her and he's like but I'll be your slave and I'll do anything yeah. as long as you but it's very involved and mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's an interesting mix of uh, tones in that picture i haven't watched it in a minute i would actually like to rewatch that mm. yeah that's a good one to rewatch. i just missed it being played at new beverly but i just did a movie club on it so i'd just seen it mm-hmm. and i'd gotten too many tickets for, like i was going to everything but yeah and i was like that's a matinee i can't go to because I, I went to the muppet movie matinee oh, okay which was so great but it was the day after sugar tank when i stupidly smoked weed afterwards with madeline i i shouldn't i, t- I talk about this on the other uh, hunters episode and i had to take nyquil and clonopin to go to sleep because weed flips me out that badly but what that meant was i woke up with 10 minutes before the showing but i was like you know i was like i am not missing that fucking movie but yeah i did miss rainbow connection but it's okay <laughs> i've seen it before yes, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. i got my popcorn i was like i'm doing this i don't uh, care how i feel right now <laughs> mm-hmm. and plus if you have a weed freak out a muppet movie it's it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone out yes. there? You have that Call happen. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Doctor Craig's prescription for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you do uh, when you've had a when you have something like that, like a night that just goes wrong? What What do you like to do the next day to sort of um, balance it out? I'm very much an introvert extrovert kind of person. Um, there are days where I don't want to see anyone, <laughs> and I like I like have to be by myself, or I will freak out. Um, and then there's days where I want to go out. I want to, you know, talk to people. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very interesting, especially working in nightlife, being sure. um, being like that. Yeah, because it, it, those cycles sometimes can be off, mm-hmm. or especially if there's travel involved. And then you can oh find goodness. yourself, right, at oh, an yeah. event, and you're like, oh, no, I don't have that thing going on. Luckily, that I like, do. I will say, luckily, like, <clears throat> we are a family. Yeah. Um. So... They're my rock, my comfort. Yeah. And so like if I am ever feeling like odd like that, like I'll just cling a little bit. <laughs> Clings a great sure. yeah. Which is great. To have, that, have a support system like um, that. But yeah. Yeah. But it's it, I always find it funny that because of just scheduling and stuff, just in life, like going to things or something, because you know, you have to plan your life. And then some days you're just like, I don't really want it today. But that, those are the times where you really have to just push through and say, no, no, no I'm going to go to this. Mm-hmm. Like I had a low mood this past Saturday, and but I was going to a midnight screening of a movie that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I had that thing like an hour beforehand, like, ah, maybe I'll just, I have it on Blu-ray. Maybe I'll just stay <laughs> home. But and I find that this is like a post-pandemic or some people get upset when you say post-pandemic because we're still in it, but I say tailwind of the pandemic mindset where mm-hmm. it's like, I want to go do this thing now. I don't want to leave. Have you found it? You yeah. Have any of that? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it, 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 it's very odd adjusting the things again, I guess. Um, but it is slowly feeling more natural. Yeah. Slowly. But then there'll just be like a weird from out of the blue flash of that kind of nutty feeling thankfully it's getting less and less yes and i did 
when I've had that in the last couple of months, I've just pushed through. Like when Precinct reopened, mm-hmm. I had that before getting there. And then because uh, I made myself late because of that, there was a line around, you know, and, yeah. I, and I saw the line and I, I almost said to the Uber driver, can you just turn around? But I was like, no, 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 no. And even at the bar, it took me 10 minutes to like be like, oh, okay, I'm here. I'm, I'm present and mm-hmm. I'm here and get out of my head. Yeah. Actually, I was going through the exact same thing that exact same night. Right. And you... Um, uh, yeah, we had a nice little chat. Yes, you uh, really helped me. Really? Yes. Oh, that's lovely. Well, I'm, I'm yes. glad to hear that. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. And it was funny because before I saw y'all, um, I went in and I was at the bar. I'm waiting for a water, which I always hate because I'm just waiting for a water. You know? And <laughs> yeah. then when you really wait, and then, <laughs> yeah. you're like, then you're like, he saw me. I know he saw me. Mm-hmm. But then 911 came on. And oh. I was like, I was like, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> this is what I wanted, right? Remember, remember. Yes. Uh, and then I just went to the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, and danced. And then I came around and saw you and Abora and the gang and all that. And that was a lovely um, conclusion to the evening. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But um, what was I going to say? Um, well, I guess that's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great being here. Wasn't it? It was short, but really great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but let's see, we were talking about stuff and things. So as we do, uh, that's right. As, as certainly, exactly. As one does. Mm-hmm. What was school like for you? School was very, um, I don't know. At first I felt pretty, um, normal. Um, mm-hmm. I had, I was kind of friends with like the preppy kids, mm-hmm. um, at first. And then I started to kind of not like how, I don't know how they acted. Um, so I would I would befriend the geeks and yeah. the nerds and whatnot. Um, I would sit at the Yu-Gi-Oh card table, as oh. as, as we would call it. Yeah. Um, with Have all more, the weirdos. With, and then you had more fun. Yeah. Um, well. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Not a ton of fun still. Well, but still more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I had a couple of close friends growing mm-hmm. up, like, throughout, like, elementary school and high school and stuff i would say i started to really have close friends in high school um but the unfortunate thing is every throughout throughout my whole life like all my friends have been older than me so i would become really good friends with like seniors when i was like a right right and then they would graduate and i would be like fuck right what am i gonna do now yeah yeah um and that's actually how i ended up meeting um that guy in college oh sure they went to college together yeah um but yeah, it was it was it was definitely um interesting. I I would say that even then I was still very, you know, kind of introverted to myself a lot of the time. Mhm. Yeah, and back to the introvert extrovert thing. Thank you for mentioning that again. Mm-hmm. Uh what's your average like me- a number of days before you need your me time? Um I will say, especially if I'm hungover or something like that, like <laughs> I will be the whole next day is like the whole hungover day is me time. After that, um, it, I'm a lot more apt to doing things and <laughs> sure. whatnot. So given that you live in the house with everyone, when uh-huh. you have a, a me time day or a hungover day yeah. or whatever you want to call it, self-care day, uh-huh. uh, do you just sort of like occasionally appear out of your room and say hello yeah. and then just right back into the room yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um that, i mean I, well i feel like it's most common in me and grant definitely most common in me um but then you know there'll be days like last night for example um i was definitely like just chilling in my room i also i also just have like really bad sleep problems so sometimes i'll just sleep a lot or like oh, sure. you know I'll, I'll take like long naps yeah um my sleep schedule is always 
mine always has been even as a small child same here yeah um but yeah um like last night for example they like they like called me out of the room because they were watching american horror story and i like get running out of <laughs> ready yeah um i always enjoy spending time with them though but it's it's i mean it's like it's like a, it's like an actual family household though do you know oh what yeah I mean? yeah that's why i was it's wondering not, if it was like it's not like a hide in your room it's and, not like a putting on like some kind of like front or like personality <laughs> for friends right right you know like for you guys have separate hallways face. so you never have to see each other yeah right. it's yeah. It, we're very we're incredibly real with each other yeah this you is not like mean? the ramones you know the ramones had separate uh compartments in their van mm-hmm. so they didn't ever have to like see each other except when they were going on stage when it got really bad and two <laughs> two of the guys never spoke to each other for like years really they would talk through the road manager it was like you know find out if johnny wants to yeah so and sometimes huh. they'd be sitting right there Mm-hmm. yeah so that's definitely not what's going on with uh oh, no. all of you yeah no um no we're all very 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 real with each other yeah but still when you have your alone time you want to have your alone mm-hmm. time yeah i'll even have like me time where i'll you know play Fortnite with um one of my friends Jongo, or yeah. we've throughout like especially the past like couple of weeks we've played like almost every night together which is nice because like i get to have my own like space but also still get to like talk yeah to someone um and also get to play games which i love to do I, i've never played the, the role is it what is it rpgs or yeah they yeah the ones where you uh, but i've heard recordings of people having fights in the rooms and stuff like that which is fun i was like mm-hmm. oh that's kind of interesting <laughs> but i've never really gotten into the i think yeah. the last video game i played properly was like tetris or something i play still play a lot of pokemon mm-hmm. it's my number one always and forever are you a big pokemon collector as well not really um as far as like cards and everything go um, I do still have quite a few old consoles and old games. Oh, okay. Um, some of them are still in great condition as well. Now the consoles are what? Game Boy. Um, I have I have a Game Boy Advance SP. I have a Game Boy Advance. I have two Game Boy Micros. Wow. I have a Nintendo DS. I What's have, a Nintendo DS? Um, it's the dual screen. The oh, the, the okay. Open and yeah. Touch screen. This is showing my literacy in this field. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> um. Did yeah, Sega always... have a competing device or no? I don't think so, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only other competing handheld that I can really think of that um, actually gained traction was a PSP by the PlayStation. Did you ever see a King of Kong? Mm-mm. You might like it. It's uh, about this competition to be the best Donkey Kong player. It's like they're hardcore. It's wild. They're devoted to Is it. Is this like the super old school Donkey Kong? Yes. And okay. they play it on the console, the big console. The one where you jump up the platforms and they're... Yeah. And uh, the barrel is... Well. Okay. Yeah. And there's like... Um, it's like a big... Not festival, but like a convention. You know, like a like Comic-Con or something, mm. but for video games. It's a really fascinating... Wow. Yeah. And it's a whole dive into the uh, more fanatic uh, video game connoisseurs. Yeah. So do you like some of the old games? Um. I, oh, yeah. Like Zelda? love zelda really yes okay love zelda um recently like throughout the pandemic um i i on my nintendo switch they actually have a it's called a virtual console oh okay you can actually play those vintage games oh cool on your handheld i beat like link's awakening a link to the past like the you know like eight bit yeah (laughs) that whole thing yeah yeah um, and it's been really fun to like just revisit those the music on all those games is so great a lot of it's done by the same guy koji kendo i think Uh is his name um 
Yeah, I mean, Nintendo almost never n- misses with music. I was actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'll get um, I'll get these like ocular migraines. And now a special word from Hi Divas, it's me, Rubber Child. And if you want to, I would appreciate it if you could check out the link in the description box down there, a little bit lower, for my GoFundMe for my medical transition. I would really appreciate it. And even if you can't, a little share is free, a little like is free. And I appreciate it. And I love you all. Mm, and don't you want to return that love? So that's right. Just take those fingers and go down just a little bit further and uh, and <laughs> press right where you know where you should. <laughs> oh, see, you, you already feel the difference. Now, mm-hmm. donate and share. Do both. If you can't donate, just share. Okay. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I was hanging out with everyone in the living room and then like all of a sudden I was like getting one and I can I know when they're happening because parts of my vision will start to go mm-hmm. um, and just become like a blur of nothingness. Oh, yeah. And like it'll sometimes it'll reassuring just, and calming. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes it'll just be like a blank area in my vision or sometimes it'll be like this really intense like um, semicircle of like rainbow just like flashing. Oh, no. Wait, flashing. Have you been to the ophthalmologist? in any recent times yeah i've i've i've, okay, I've been just, to, I, I figured but i just wanted to yeah I, I i have a lot of eye problems and mm-hmm. i know that flashing is typically like a a big warning no, sign. no 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 it's not like flashing like that it's okay. more of just like the this particular line will be like vibrant oh okay changing okay. colors and flashing and whatnot um but whenever that happens i know that within the next 10 or 15 minutes my head is going to start to hurt really bad oh all right so um <laughs> i was <laughs> i went to my room and I was like, I just need to hear something like really calming right now. <laughs> and I played, um, I played a couple of cla- like Nintendo classics, and, and, and I saw Hunter was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was so funny. Do you know that there's a Labyrinth game for Nintendo? I did not know that. Yes, there is, with the full eight-bit version of the score. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You want to hear a touch of the score? Yeah, go okay, for it. Okay, hang on a second.
Yeah, it is. Actually, I just love a bit music. It's pretty good. It it it, it, it just like it, it has a nostalgia factor to it for me. Yeah, I can see that totally because again, games are your go-to mm-hmm. thing, right? And I also um this is very nerdy. Sometimes I'll like look up like current songs that have been like redone in 8-bit. Oh, there's that's a whole thing, right? Yeah. That's a whole like subculture almost. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh wait, this is the spelling out. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that, yeah. that's the text. You can you can tell that's the uh, Is that a common thing when there's text yeah, that's the, the sound? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get to magic dance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was this on the Super Nintendo? Uh, it just says NES Labyrinth. Okay. Is that what? Yes, uh, yes. Is that Super Nintendo? Yeah, it's yeah. There's NES and there's uh, SNES. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here's Magic Dance. Wow. <laughs> Is there a video? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness, he's getting eaten up. <laughs> you know, I find games like that, um, especially like the Zelda games, sometimes they are so much harder than even current. Oh really? Okay. Variations of Zelda, yeah. It, harder because of the uh, joystick, or just the no, comp, like getting uh, through the. I, I guess. It, I mean, I guess it's just like the uh, limited capabilities of the what the actual console could do. Like you know, you yeah. can only move in certain directions. It'd be like impossible to avoid certain things sometimes. But um, yeah, like after replaying a couple old Zelda games, I was like, this is way harder than I remember <laughs> it. And you know. Another reason I like um, I liked revisiting them is because I played most of them when I was like you know younger, mm-hmm. where I wasn't where I couldn't beat a game um, yeah. that easily, especially one that is not meant for you know a six year old. So it's nice to like go back and see how the game actually plays out, right? And also have a lot more time too, because mm-hmm. when you're six, you don't really have as much control yeah. of your time, yeah. And you don't have like a day or like maybe a hungover day. To be yeah, like, I'm just gonna dig into this. I will say I've had a lot more time during the pandemic and everything. <laughs> if I'm not editing a video, um, I'll be on video games. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. You got to stay occupied during yes. times like that, which yes. hopefully we never see again. How do you handle what I imagine? I mean, everyone dealt with it, but like when you get into like a funk, which outside of those me me time days, what do you what do you do to sort of uh, get yourself back up? Because like when we talked, you know, we talked about some heavy things and all that stuff, and you had some heavy stuff happen, mm-hmm. which you know I not don't necessarily have to get into. Yeah, but um, also at the same time, then you know, shortly thereafter, you were going to New York, I believe. Oh right? my goodness, yeah. So I imagine that was both a great thing to have happened but yeah. also slightly surreal i imagine yeah it was very um that was that was a pretty rough time in general i went from like the highest high to like one of the lowest lows and like i was like so busy um i was i just like you know traveling a lot while like mourning um it was all like kind of wild yeah going from bouncing from state to state to state to state um right after our mexico trip um Oh, that's right. It was right after that, yeah, too. Sure. It, it was like, it was just, it was a wild, wild time. Um, but time is really the ultimate healer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, I think that keeping busy actually does help, even though it it helped distract. But then there would be sometimes like um, at the end of the day, you're like it, it all like all the pressure and like all the like everything just comes crashing down on you like a giant, giant tidal wave. And yeah. You feel like you're going to drown. Um, yeah. But ultimately, um, you know, like I said, not to sound like all like live, laugh, love, but time, time really is the ultimate healer. Yeah. Um, and it just all, all you need is a good, a good support system, which I have. Um, yeah, exactly. And like you said, time and knowing that I think is key because, mm-hmm. you know, you'll still have the awful feelings. Yeah. Or those moments where you're like having like a great busy day and you're doing stuff and then like your hotel room door closes and then suddenly you're like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because like you said before you feel best when you're doing something mm-hmm. or engaged in something. And I'm similar in, especially in that I can't have silence. Silence is just not really. Yeah. Well, two things I have tinnitus or tinnitus. Uh-huh. So I have a persistent ringing in the ears. So when it's dead uh-huh. silent, I can hear it. I have very sensitive hearing still, but I have that cause playing drums and other things. I actually prefer the silence. Interesting. I, I have to sleep with a fan on. Mm-hmm. I have to have the sound of like the whirring of the fan. Yeah to distract me from the silence but if i'm wide awake i am totally fine just being in complete and total silence other than like the sound of my fan going yeah um totally fine with that see that's interesting because i always like to have some music on or something i don't really like to have tv on Mm because i find that that unless i'm sort of engaged in it yeah it's distracting unless i'm doing some like file management on my computer then i can put like a love boat on or something that's like really you know not high impact you know the worst the worst thing is is the time i found that the time that i want to listen to music the absolute most is when i'm editing a video (laughs) for for like for like a performance and i'm like i literally can't i know i know i literally have to listen to this song over and over and over and over and over (laughs) and it's so funny also because i'll go into filming uh, a video for one of the girls like smaller gg rubber rosie you know i'll be familiar with the song but not like know all the all the lyrics or anything. The second that video is done, I, I could I could go on a stage and perform it. Okay, yeah. you know every little hand clap, every yes. little accent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. the pause. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like um, whenever whenever we shoot stuff for the girls, um, we'll take multiple takes from different angles, different. So I'll have um, what I'll do is I'll stack them all up in my video editor. Yeah, and I'll watch each one to see what the best take for that verse is. Right. And what feels, what fits the lyrics, what fits the emotion. Yeah. Um, what looks the best aesthetically, mm-hmm. like the combination of all of those. So I have to watch, like, especially if we take like, you know, like sometimes we'll have like six or seven takes. Sure. Um, and I'll watch every single one right. for every single verse. And that's what results though in the yeah. best quality. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it is, it's a funny thing, isn't it? that editing a, a video or editing in general uh-huh because you're so focused on this one wormhole yeah i actually i love it even through the time crunches and everything like i like i i, I don't know why i don't know what it is about it it's like it almost feels like a high yeah off of just like working on it and like you get so excited about it. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll be editing and I'll be like laughing to myself because I enjoy it so much. Like sure. I love what I just, sh- like I love what I just did like with the edit or like I love how everything is looking and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And like sometimes I'll get so excited and I'll like take a little video and like send it to the, you know, <laughs> send it to like, you know, Gigi or Simone or, you know, um, just because I'm like so Yeah, totally. And you want to share that. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. It's like an addicting feeling, and yeah, I honestly, I am doing um a video with one of the girls very soon. Mm. I won't say who it is. I won't say what it's for. But I'm so like I need it. I need it. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like obviously like nightlife is where we have been thriving for so long, and I do enjoy our parties a lot. But also like I I need I need that other creative outlet yeah like i'm i'm my i'm craving it sure and it's just it's just so fun to work together like as a family like because we all like feel the same passion for it like you know um and we're also all brutally honest with each other you know like sure I'll, sometimes i'll um you know come out of my cave my editing cave <laughs> um and come out with a computer after like eight hours of work or something like that and i'll be like okay guys Everyone yeah. get to the living room. Let's watch this. You yeah. know, tell me any notes. Sometimes, you know, I'll be note free and everyone loves it how it is. And then sometimes I'll have notes, which I very rarely get offended by. There's like only been like a couple times where I'm like, I stand by what. Um, well, you just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> not quite like that. No, but I, um, I figured <laughs> not quite like that. But I always but, you know, like we're we're just like that with each other. Cause, yeah. And that's that's part of. um in our documentary, Grant said it best. He said, you know, if you can't surround yourself with people that are honest uh, about your creativity and how you can grow, then they aren't your real friends. Well, and also, you know, I was watching this interview with Tarantino and he was talking about working at a video store and being sort of like, you know, king shit at the video store because he knew everything about movies and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you know, great. I'm a big fish in a puddle. Who cares? I want to go be the weakest link on the chain so I can learn and be better. Yeah. You know, that's that. actually what we were told. Um we were told by an unnamed individual whenever we all left Little Rock to come here um, and left Arkansas, he said, you know, you're a big fish in a small pond here and you are going to be a very small fish in a very large pond there. Mm-hmm. Like it almost felt like a threat. Like he didn't, <laughs> you know, he didn't think that we could do anything. And, um, <laughs> How do you like me now? Is what, what do you <laughs> yeah. like to say for those only yeah. uh, listening think, to the show? I think that we have grown to be a decently sized fish. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. And a delicious one. At that. Yeah. <laughs> the most sumptuous. The salmon. <laughs> yes. The, thank you very much. King salmon. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly prepared with some asparagus. Exactly. Uh, yes. But no one's cooked your goose. So we're just going to keep the food <laughs> things going. Yeah. But, we are still growing. We are, we are still growing. So I'm um, not quite ready to be cooked yet more to come i know this is the nice thing i know and it's it's like there will be there i will say this um i'm i'm very very highly sensitive to emotion and mm. sometimes i'll just be like incredibly depressed um i might know a thing or two about that yeah. myself <laughs> and then there are other days when i'm like wow i just have like literally i have the best friends in the entire world and i have like like they're just also great you know, I think there's, there's a funny correlation, if not causation, with the um, micro focus that you do with editing or, you know, with design or anything like mm-hmm. that. And the not loss of perspective, but the sometimes getting incredibly despondent amidst all this stuff that's really great. You know what I mean? Like you sort of just sort of hold on to one thing. And again, the laser focus just sort of goes down the wrong yeah. uh, channel. Yeah. No, I'm I'm definitely um I was on antidepressants as a teenager mm-hmm. 
and saying which ones? Zoloft. Okay, I'm always interested in that because they affect people. E- they do differently. Yeah. yeah. Um. And um. And I was I was also on Adderall. Mm-hmm. Um, I got put on Adderall in like sixth grade, um, and I'm off both of them now. Thank God. And I honestly like some people need them, and I understand that, and I totally support you if you do. But like for me, like Zoloft especially, it made me feel like a zombie. Yeah, one doctor because I'm on Adderall for ADD or ADHD. Yeah, it depends on the day. I was, I I was on for ADD, and I, it's funny because there's a lot of strange things with the prescribing of it because sometimes they give kids too much. They don't explain a lot of stuff. Like sometimes I don't know if you did, but sometimes kids I did uh, coped with too much caffeine. You know, because it's easy to drink a lot of Mountain Dew or coffee or whatever, mm-hmm. but they don't tell you. Well, maybe be careful with the caffeine. When you get on this, because, you know, oh my God, you're going to lose It's a stimulant already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a double whammy. One doctor stupidly put me on Prozac for ADD, which makes no sense. And I did. I felt like I was a zombie. It was like so flattening. Mm-hmm. But I know for some people, it like really does magic for them. Yeah. So it can be tricky because people can get the wrong thing. And then also that can throw them off the trail of getting the right thing because uh-huh. it's like, well, I don't want to do any medication because yeah. I've had this bad experience. I'm just very, very, um, I don't know. Like my little brother, um, he, he like recently was put on Adderall and then taken off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, which my mom knows what to do. Um, like whenever, you know, when it, she, she was there for me the whole time when I was going through all of my different trials of different kinds of Adderall and like yeah. there was one day in particular like I literally I got um I got done with school I was in the car with my mom and we went to go pick up my sister and I started like I wasn't even like uh, like honestly and even like I wasn't feeling sad I wasn't yeah. like feeling and, and I was uncontrollably oh, wow. sobbing yeah and like we went to go like go get me food and like I was eating it like and like I could not stop crying Medication just does the oddest things um, to you, so especially uh, developing age. Yeah, you know. Um, how do we even get on this topic? Well, that's the nature of the couch. You know what I mean? I We're gonna get so, there. Yeah. You know, you've heard the show. Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> um, but you know, but it's a really good point to bring up, though, too. And also, even though I'm a great believer for me in the power of Adderall, you know, and how much it's like, you know, it like clears the fog and mm-hmm. it helps me to not yes. like be stuck in this cycle of um, depression that's induced by not being able to do the things that I know I want to do. And then those mm-hmm. all stack up and rinse and repeat. I know that not only is it not right for everyone, but also misdiagnosis is a big thing too. And that sometimes, oh, the kid is a little different or is a little this. Exactly. And they just go, oh, it's ADD. Yeah. And you know, that's what I feel like kind of like, um, what it was like for me getting on antidepressants because like yeah i was an angsty teenager <laughs> that's normal yeah that's part of being that's part of growing up yeah being an angsty sad you know 13 year old 14 year old is supposed to happen <laughs> yeah especially also if you're gay in an environment oh my goodness where i'm pretty sure i have the right idea of what the landscape was like there yeah i actually you know um I didn't get bullied too bad mm-hmm. growing up. Um, definitely a little bit, yeah. but nothing major. Um, I think I meant more just like when you know that you're different. Yeah. And that just has feeling, an impact. Yes. Oh, yeah. And just feeling like um, the rainbow fish. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Did you uh, dress provocatively or? Uh, you know what? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
This actually totally like like it totally fits into um, my life now. Um, <laughs> what I would do uh-huh. in eighth grade, it started in eighth grade or ninth grade specifically. Mm-hmm. I would put on my clothes to go to school, and in my backpack, <laughs> I would go into my little sister's room. Yeah, and I would take like one of her like cute like little pink like small cute little tops. Yeah, my mom would drop me off at school, <laughs> and I would go in the bathroom. I would change <laughs> into my sister's clothes. That's fantastic, yeah. Into my little sister's clothes. And that's how I felt. That's how I wanted to dress. I probably would have chosen different things to buy for myself. I could Sure, but when you're limited to the uh, But available. I was limited to my sister's closet. <laughs> exactly. You, look, you can't be faulted if her taste didn't quite measure up. Exactly. No, she did she did have some <laughs> no, very she did have some very cute things though. Rosie, if you watch this, I'm sorry. But I'm pretty sure she knew. What was the uh, size difference between your frames? Did she put something on after a while and go, this doesn't seem to fit the same way it used to? Um, no, not not exactly. Um, something that would like fit like her normally would be like a little tight on me. But, but not uh, too tight. Exactly. That, okay, great. Um, yeah. It was funny because like I could definitely tell like whenever I started doing it, my, a, a, a noticeable change in like my teacher's reactions to like, they're like, <laughs> what? You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think th- I'm pretty sure my mom ended up um, finding out I was doing it too. But she was what? Sorry, finding she, out. She, f- she found out that I was um, stealing my sister's clothes to bring to school. Okay, what was her reaction? Um, my my mom didn't really discipline me or anything like that for mm-hmm. the, for that um, in particular. Um, but she was kind of like, "What are you doing?" You know? Yeah. She she it took her a while to like warm up to everything. Um, mm-hmm. and now she is just like she's fully supportive of everything now. I uh, surprised her with a little visit recently, and my grandmother is staying with her, so I set up the little visit with um, my grandma. Yeah. So I was like, you know, like in the garage waiting for her, and then I guess she heard me or something, and she like comes running out, and then she's like, what? And then one of the first things she said is, where's Simone? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, surprise. uh, Yeah. That's a fun surprise. It's nice to do a whole... uh, thing but it's it's nice to see her growth of support um especially you know she um uh she watched the she watched the drag race finale where yeah. someone won and everything she she listened to the last podcast i was on um, which is a pokemon <laughs> podcast i'm sure she'll be listening to this one hi mom what's her name melissa melissa hello how are you <laughs> um but yes that that um that that is just a taste of what it was like growing up yeah. for me and kind of coming into my queerness. Was there a certain era or a certain age where you're like, yeah, this is definitely what what's going on? Um, yeah, actually, um, I had to choose between living with my father or my mother when I was around fifteen. There were pros and cons to each because I was much closer to my mother; always have been. Mm-hmm um but also she living in um that area the school that i would have to go to was incredibly conservative even more so than uh arkansas yeah it it was like it was like a bougie part of um tennessee Mm -hmm. um dress code oh highly intense dress code like you had to wear a but like if you wore a t-shirt you had to wear a button up underneath it (laughs) um yeah uh could not wear shorts Mm-hmm. um shoes i'm sure there was a yeah whole thing. khakis like uniform like it was it was terrible for my mental health i went to one semester there mm-hmm. um and i despised it so much that um even though i wasn't as close with my father the 
friends that he did have in Arkansas and everything. Um, and also just like kind of like the school was a lot more laid back. Yeah. It was just a lot better for me. Hmm. Um, so I ended up um, staying in Arkansas. Even though Mountain Home had its preppy kids, like um, the school that I went to in Tennessee was wild. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, it, it felt like a, a hive mind of like oh, yeah, football yeah. player, cheerleader, like everyone. Even like, even like the gay kids were like, preppy and like you know wanted to do like that whole thing and that was never for me it must have something to do with also the dress code like enforcing yeah. this kind of sameness and then so like the, the gay kids just sound like they were just gay versions yeah. of the other kids uh-huh yeah strange yeah and that kind of um lack of diversity yeah in, uh, in vibe yeah drag oh yeah yeah there's like really no way to express yourself and like i said like i was you know to the, i was to the point where i was stealing my sister's clothes away yeah. from school so um yeah. the dress code definitely was not doing it for me yeah so what was uh, your state of dress or style of dress when you were then living with your dad and going to this other school? Um, oh, uh, that's whenever I had a little bit more freedom because I was finally old enough to get my own job. Mm-hmm. I what got, was your first job? My first job was actually at a lawyer's office. Oh, wow. Okay. So is the oddest sounding thing <laughs> because I was 16 years old. Yeah. Um, and what I would do is I would answer the phone. I would also have to transcribe some tapes. Sometimes. Oh, sure. Yeah. But I was 16 doing that. And it, like, I, I think back on that, I'm like, my first job was really at a lawyer's office. It is pretty wild. Did you transcribe depositions? What? Depositions? Depositions. Like, uh, I used to videotape depositions in Boston uh-huh. years and years and years ago. And then they would be sent to the transcriptionist. Oh. You know, the tape. I, I would run a cassette for that. So I was wondering if. Uh, I, that's I what mostly you were doing. did phone calls with the lawyer and her clients, I believe. Oh, that's kind of interesting, though. Yeah. It's almost like you get to spy a little bit. It was bit. very, yeah, it was very like, ooh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, things that's are not going what, well yeah, for Linda. It's kind of yeah. what I feel like uh, doing jury duty would be like. Right. Something kind of like that, like, oh. Yeah. He did what? Yeah. <laughs> Most of the depositions I were on were really boring patent cases, but every once in a while, there'd be like a crazy divorce case or like one that had some guy related to the whitey bulger mob uh-huh. just like nutty stuff but most of the time very dull so when there was an exciting one it was like oh yeah that was your first job yeah. and so you had some money to buy your own yeah stuff. so um i went to american apparel mm-hmm. i also um whenever i didn't have that much money i was a little thief <laughs> okay i would i and messenger bags were very popular during this oh time. yeah sure i would clear <laughs> some stores out and uh, you know i i never got physically like caught and like stopped and caught Mm -hmm. i could i got caught to the point where i could tell oh shit they know what i'm doing i gotta book it they're trailing me that kind of thing um by the way anyone listening if you do have this happen to you they can't do anything you just leave the store and also don't steal from small businesses that's Um, true steal from major corporations if you are going to do it if you're going to do it if you're going to do it, which we are not supporting or condoning or telling you to do but if you do it's harm reduction that's what we're about yes um so you would clear out places oh my god what was your methodology because a lot of those places have those tags on them Uh right that you can't remove unless you have the key so what would you do to get around that um i did a few things I successfully got a couple tags off before. American Eagle especially was just terrible with tagging their stuff, <laughs> I remember. American Apparel had no tags. Really? At all. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, and living in um, like that area, Mountain Home, obviously, Little Rock didn't even have an American Apparel. Mm-hmm. So I would have to... My boyfriend and I at the time, we would drive... <laughs> 
this is ridiculous. <laughs> we would drive to Memphis to go to the American Apparel there. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Well, that's um, good, though. Yeah, you don't want to shit where you eat, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. So we we drove to the American Apparel, and um, it's all because I had actually had a dream. I was like, I had a dream that we went to America. And literally, this is like literally for real. I fell asleep, had a dream about this, and I was like, let's do it. Wow. Um, we drove- it's kind of romantic, though. That's sweet, actually. <laughs> it it's- is. And I was, you know, I wasn't even 18 yet, so... Um, so crossing state lines, this is the older boyfriend. Could he have been in trouble? This is the other question. He could have. <laughs> not me. Um, but yeah, I stole like over $500 worth of clothes um, in one go. Wow. And then the whole thing is, I I think that they were on to us the, yeah. while we were there and everything. Sure. But then like we like bought a shirt, you know? Right. To be like, yeah, we yeah. were looking around for like, you know, all this time to buy one shirt. All whatever. we could find was this one shirt. Now 500 in one go at the one store. Uh-huh. That's quite a messenger bag. Well, um, here's what here's what we did. Okay, I filled up the bag, mm. and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go out to the car and get um get something." <laughs> yeah. So I go out to the car. Yeah, I take all the clothes. He actually had locked the car door, so I was like, "Fuck," because he wanted to get some stuff too. Mm-hmm. And so I put everything underneath the car. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and then um. All that was left in it was we had a like Polaroid camera mm-hmm. to make it like look like it, you know. Yeah, sure. In case so, they looked in, because that bag yeah. was growing and shrinking and <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Uh, very Mary Poppins. So um, I passed the bag off to him, and then like whenever she like looks at it, she like looks inside, and there's only the because she asked she has to see inside. Oh right, and there's yeah. only the Polaroid camera in there. Right, and it's like hmm, yeah. And she was like, oh okay. Um, and then she's so like, I he, guess that's kind of bulky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he. Um, he t- did his thing, and then we were also with another friend. I'm not going to name her um, for for her anonymity. Anonymity. Yes. We'll call her Anne. We'll call her Anne. Anne. Yes. Anne was with us, and um, I, she stole a couple things, but I think she was really scared. Which will give the game away, too. Yes. That's the quickest way. If you're uh, going to yeah, steal yeah, anything yeah. or sneak into something, uh-huh. you're meant to be there. You're uh-huh. meant to be there, and this is actually your stuff, and you're just taking it back home. Yes. So we successfully made it out of there. We got in the car and I was like, oh my God. It, it felt like we just robbed a bank. Yeah, know? of course. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe we just did that. Interstate heist. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and wait, American Apparel clothes are fairly reasonably priced as well, right? So I'm thinking like, that's a lot of stuff that you got. No. Oh, it's not American reasonably Apparel was priced. so expensive. Was it? Okay, I guess I don't know what that yeah, was. Yeah, for a pair of like skinny jeans, it was like 80 or $100. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, And then like... A basic T-shirt would be like anywhere from like thirty-five to forty dollars. Like for a plain, I'm talking oh, about wow. a plain colored T-shirt. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I must be thinking. I'm mixing it up with like H and M. Yes, type yes, things. yes. Yeah. It, it was definitely, um, definitely higher on the price range scale. Here's where we messed up. We got all the way back, and you know, I had all, and this is right before a new, um, a new school semester started. So I had my school clothes <laughs> ready to go. Um, I wanted more. <laughs> oh yeah! Once you got the taste, right? I had a taste, yeah. and I and I and I need, and I needed more. Um, so my boyfriend and I went up there again. Same store. Same store. Okay. I mean, there was only one. That's the closest one. Oh, okay. Well, it's also um, Memphis, though. It's a whole trip to Memphis. How yeah. far away would this be for a trip? Uh, about two and a half, three hours. Worth it for the heist. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we walk in the store. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And this same manager is working and she points at us and she goes, get the fuck out right now. Wow. And I was so shook. Yeah. My heart dropped to my asshole and I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go right now. Well, you, you know what? They probably looked at the tapes later on. Oh, they yeah. They, and yeah. they were probably like, damn, they got us good. Yeah. And then after their inventory, uh-huh. Sorry, sorry um, to that nice manager lady i'm so sorry <laughs> she was nice too so that's yes. uh, well it's good she let you uh go away because some of those people yeah well, you know i'm actually um yeah she was just like get the fuck out yeah because they could have called the cops seeing you uh, there and then you would have been in process and then yeah, blammo yeah. yeah yeah i actually like looking back on it like i do feel bad um even though you know it is a large corporation also i'm pretty sure that the ceo what's his name dove, dove Chain- Char- charney? charney yeah exactly it's like a predator and a fucking super predator so yeah fuck him so yeah um i'm sorry to the manager i'm not sorry to him though yeah no exactly and because of him the the company doesn't exist anymore right exactly so and also the prices were fucking ridiculous yeah that is a little tie for a t-shirt too but i think i think one of the things was is everything was made here in los angeles under, oh under that's right wages. that's why yes. i remember buying merch from various people and thinking oh good well this is and made they were here. also like supportive of like you know uh, like i had like a legalized gay shirt oh um, that's right yeah yeah they were they were very supportive about like paying their workers and um i never stole anything from like small businesses or anything like that it was yeah. always like walmart or I cleared I cleared Walmart out too. <laughs> now wait, was this the big Walmart down there? Because um, the like the home well, Walmart? Well, yes, Arkansas is the home of Walmart, but uh the, this one in particular was the Mountain Home Walmart. Oh, okay, cuz um, I've been in the the original one, the mm-hmm. that they've expanded so big. I'd never seen one that big. Oh, yeah. And oh, I, it's in um Bentonville, I believe. That's where the Walmart Museum is. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, uh-huh. I can't remember I can't remember the town name, but it must be that one because it was the big one that has a testing facility right next to it because I used to work on these corporate videos. Mm -hmm. We did a whole series of videos at the testing facility that this is a good gig. They test everything that goes into Walmart. So, you know, that's like never ending work. It would be strange though. you'd go in there and there'd be like uh, this huge shower that was just blasting water on on like some kind of light up palm tree because they have to test it for safety so any of that weird shit that would be down there that's why oh it was so weird and then like the food testing place every food item was tested for this and for that it smelled kind of bad and it was during a heat wave in arkansas and that's back when i drank so i and i had a couple bad hangovers that was not yeah and it's also very humid in the summer oh oh my god and it was one of those parts of arkansas and i don't know how many are like this that where it was a dry town except they had membership clubs right so you pay a dollar and you're a member of the club and then and then you just saw people like drinking their faces off at hotels mm-hmm. a lot of business travel uh, yes, over there. Yeah. yeah um that was another thing uh like conway the place simona's from um and the place that uh mark and grant both went to college that is a dry county um, oh okay so you'd have to drive to Maumel to get your alcohol <laughs> And then people, of course, drive to the bar and then drive back. It's just like a lot of bad ideas yeah. that uh, spring from that. Mm-hmm. Tri counties are still, to me, a strange idea. Yeah, I think it's mostly because Conway is such a college town. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That it kind of like tried to push push the college party drinking um, and whatnot away. It never works. It never works. No. no. Do you like weed? I used to be a big pothead. Mm-hmm. Like, like a wake and baker? Yes. Like I would um like take a break from work and like my I like worked right next to uh, my apartment. I would like go to my apartment, take huge bong rips and go right back to work. I have no idea how I did this. <laughs> now I'll take like I'll take like maybe like two puffs every now and then. 
Um, but really, my favorite way of getting high, and this is not a product placement, not endorsement at all, is yeah. the cans. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. They get me exactly where I need to be because sometimes I'll, I will get into a, like a weed freak out, like a paranoid high yeah. if I smoke too much or yeah. like anything like that, um, especially now. So um, those will get me where I need to be. That's pretty much the extent of my, mm-hmm. my, my weed yeah. intake now. For booze, what's your favorite drink? I like um, Moscow Mules a lot. Whenever we're having like a party or something, I just do White Claws because they're just like, grab one out of the fridge, keep going. Sure, sure. And again, like the can, it's the same amount every time. It's Mm -hmm. consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite flavor? Of White Claw? Mm -hmm. Tangerine. Ah, okay. Yes. And you have any flavor that you detest? Raspberry. Really? Yes. Interesting. This actually, it it goes back to, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm really putting it all out on the table here <laughs> one time um in my trusty little messenger bag i stole two-fifths of vodka from a walmart in missouri <laughs> now what kind was it squeezy bottle it was, was smirnoff it? glass okay. bottles okay it was yeah. watermelon and raspberry oh i put them at the top of my closet mm-hmm. and this is um when i was living with my dad which may he rest in peace but he was not a um he he didn't he didn't really he was he never cared about what I was doing. Sure, sure. Um I would drink before I went to school. Oh wow. I would take shots. For how long would this go on? It was it, this was this was really only probably a semester. But um I would take a couple shots of raspberry vodka before school. Yeah. This is actually in the same in the same phase of my uh obviously my stealing phase of Well, sure. Girl. Yeah, yeah. So I was like feeling cute. I was going to school like a little tipsy feeling confident and everything which was just it was was such a big change for me because i was so like kind of like shy and like everything before that yeah i would go to art class or my two my two two first um classes were either because we had block scheduling which means we had four classes a day oh okay extra long Mm -hmm. so my first two classes were either art or choir Oh, wow. Okay. Those are kind of good to have a buzz. Yeah. So I would go to either one just like, woo. Yeah. Um, but ever since then, raspberry flavored anything just sends me. What about watermelon flavored stuff? Um, I actually, I can do, I can do watermelon. Now then would you drink when you came home? Actually, not as much. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of like a naughty thing to do. Yeah. It was yeah. like, yeah, it was very rebellious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the, yeah, I was, I was very much that. I'm a thief and I'm a drinker. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I'm 16. Yeah. Did you um, smoke as well? Cigarettes ever? Um, yes. My, boyf- well, my boyfriend at the time got me into them. I don't anymore. Thankfully, I, I haven't, we, we all quit together as a house. Oh, we okay. All used to smoke cigarettes. I heard that there was a no smoking rule. Yeah. And I kept meaning to ask everyone about that. So now uh-huh. I'm finally remembering. So the no yeah. smoking rule was that probably came about shortly after the big quit. We all quit smoking together. Um, must've been a fun couple weeks. Oh my God. <laughs> now, did everyone go right to vapes? Because I went, right to vaping that's the only way i could quit cigarettes yeah um i did um granted during this time vapes weren't very like good like they are now yeah exactly um, they're kind of oh um and they were the big ones with the, the big yeah like, the the they looked so stupid they too. had like tanks on yeah them, right people still use them i know and there was this one and guy you do, good for you but, no god uh, listen god bless we're not shading it. it's just like not for me that's yeah. all um, but I remember there was this guy who was bragging about making his own vape liquid. Oh yeah. People are like, so like vape culture is so interesting. Like I 
literally just do it to keep me off of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a constant stream of nicotine, mm-hmm. which I'm happy about. And every once in a while, I go, I wonder if I'm doing this too much. Huh? And then I just move on with my day. I, I don't think I could deal with the bulk of it or like the, the adding of the thing. I want it to be the same thing mm-hmm. every time. And I don't like any of the flavors. I just like the regular tobacco flavor. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I mean, every once in a while, I'd like to try a flavor because I love flavored anything. Mm-hmm. I'm always curious what the flavor is, what it tastes like. Will I like it? But then I, I don't want to buy a whole package of them because I it, it'll it'll always be okay if I run out. Yeah. Then I have those exactly. But I've tried all of them: pineapple and the watermelon uh-huh. and all that. The ice, whatever they yeah. are. What's your fl- uh, flavor? This right is now? strawberry ice cream. I've heard a lot about that. Grant's a big fan of that yes. one, right? Yeah, he talked about this one in his podcast too. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, these are these are really good. I will say they're pretty expensive though. But you know what? They're not as expensive as what's that? Cigarettes. What was it like? Twelve bucks a pack now, or is it more? I I haven't bought any in forever. Um, I will say this though: there was a um, there was a little relapse period. Well, these happen. Yeah. Um, where um, Hunter and Grant started smoking again for <laughs> a brief stint, and I I had been on vapes for so long. Even though we the no smoking rule was banned for or like you know lifted or whatever yeah. for like a short period, I didn't even like I didn't even go and buy cigarettes. I I've I've always been happy with a vape. I I feel much better when I wake up. Same here. That's one of the key things I think. And I and remember it, being able to smell the onion that was oh in my, my fridge gosh. about three days after stopping cigarettes, yeah. and I was like, oh my god! If I wasn't smelling that, what else am I missing? Uh huh. That kind of thing. Yeah. No. It's um. Yeah. And I'll have like one cigarette every now and then, like yeah. if I'm drinking or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think the last actual cigarette I had was three years ago. Oh wow! At least it was a pink Nat Sherman. So that was <laughs> oh, Nat Sherman. Yeah, those are those are always so fun. Yeah, yeah. For certain parties, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm getting the uh, I can't remember what they're called now. They had a special name, the Nat Sherman somethings, Fantasias." Yes, yes, yes. There was those, and they. I think the packaging was like gold. Yes, exactly. The packaging was gold, and then you open it up, and it's all like rainbow cigarettes. Exactly. Now, uh, which flavor? I mean, not flavor. Which color would end up being the last one you smoked when you got them? I normally split them with my boyfriend at the time, so oh, okay. we would just. I I didn't really care. I just thought they were fabulous. You know what else though? What that I like even more than Nat Sherman's. What's that? Were the cloves? Oh, and those are like hardcore, right? Yeah, Inhaling? they were, but they but they tasted so good, and they had like a numbing. Whenever I whenever I worked for uh the law the law um firm, yeah, I would sm- I would go out and I would smoke some cloves <laughs> and process the things that you yes. just heard about Linda and her husband on yes, the phone. Yes, yeah, it was so dramatic. <laughs> um, those are our dramatic choice too right yes, yeah well yeah. and then later i smoked before i quit smoking i smoked the nat sherman originals or whatever the long uh unbleached paper one mm-hmm. which are kind of like two cigarettes in one like they take oh, wow. forever though they take longer than an american spirit smoke the trouble is if i was partying or something like that I'd, I'd smoke a pack and then wake up the next day feeling like oh i guess i think that's it you know when you're like yeah oh i did it i broke it i broke myself i'm done yeah um but then then i was playing around with the camel crushes lights or whatever for like party nights because mm-hmm. they're just sort of like a, a breath mint mm-hmm. uh, as uh, in comparison what brand did you smoke when you smoked parliament light 100s have you ever seen a pack of parliament regulars i have full the, really called full flavors <gasps> i never knew they, that okay they are uh, the package is light blue and dark blue instead of the well it's it's like a reverse parliament, of the well, parliament lights are like all white like yeah the, the whole packaging is white and then it has the dark blue and light blue like center yeah the full flavors were never sold in 100s and um the entire package was blue during i think my whole 
career of smoking. I went from Marlboro Lights to Camel, all the different varieties. Mm-hmm. Then trying, you know, you try like jetons, at, and those are so disgusting that I had to take a nap after having like two of them. Did you ever chew tobacco? No. Um, I, I, I will say I tried it. I actually, I, I, I tried chewing tobacco before I tried... Um, or, Dip is that the same thing? Dip, yeah, yeah, the same okay, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, pretty um, much. Well, I mean, it is a different thing because you literally take this hunk of tobacco uh-huh. and jam it in the side of your mouth. But dip is a little bit more discreet. But it's still the same thing. Yeah, I tried that when I was like eight. Yeah, or sure. Something like that for my cousin, because um, he was he was older than me and he like had gotten some and he was like, "Here, try it." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "So." <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, "I got to spit." Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I, yeah. I tried it one time. Um, yeah, my brother and my dad both uh, were way into the chewing tobacco thing. Big Red, mm-hmm. I think, was the company. Or, or maybe I'm getting that wrong because I know that's a chewing gum. I can't remember, but yeah. they were definitely very into it. And then sometimes you'd find a uh, in the in the furnace room where a bunch of stereo equipment was because my my dad's always a fix it guy. Uh, there'd be sometimes like a, a forgotten jar, <laughs> like that much yeah. spit that, which is like always fun to find. Um, skull, skull, yeah, a skull's big, a big thing, mm-hmm. big big thing. Um. And like the like little things like the tins, yes, the tins, and then like the the guys, the country guys, because it's mostly country guys that do it, um, would keep it in their back pocket, and their jeans would have the indent, indent. <laughs> That's like, right. Even even if there wasn't a, a thing in there, it would yeah. have the circle where it's like just a little bit more worn out than the rest. <laughs> it's like a it's a tobacco addict's hanky coat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> For straight men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what they could, yeah, for, that, that's a good uh, commercial right there. For uh-huh. straight men. <laughs> yeah. For dudes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am, um, I, I have always felt so much better after I quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah, no, me too. I think right before I quit smoking uh, the cigarettes, I remember running up the stairs in this building and I was like, ooh, yeah, that's not great. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. But it was always such a fantasy, like, mm-hmm. for like, um, like of course, like it felt rebellious. Yeah, it felt sexy because mm-hmm. even though the smell of it isn't sexy. <laughs> yeah, no, especially like ashtrays and like kissing people that are smokers. Yeah, um, the look of it has always been like this like sexy thing. Yeah, there's a know? romance to it and uh-huh. everything, and and it looks so beautiful when in films. Oh yes, because it's catching the lighting. And let me you tell know. you what, I could not go. Uh, um, Factory Girl. Oh yeah, the, the movie about Edie Sedgwick's life. Yeah, could not go two seconds in that without like <laughs> needing a cigarette. <laughs> oh, and like when I was like fourteen or something, being obsessed with Lou Reed and the Velvet Underground. You know, concurrently uh-huh. with the Warhol stuff. Right? Yes, but that whole thing. It's mm-hmm. like, and you're 14, so you're not going to thankfully find some speed around or anything. Uh-huh. So it's the cigarettes and coffee. Cigarettes and yes, coffee. And, yes, yes, yes. And also with ADHD or ADD. It's kind of like the bootleg version. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the stimulants. I remember uh, a doctor telling my mom, well, hopefully he'll never pick up smoking because if he does, he'll never stop. I think there's a higher incident of people with ADHD or actually any mental condition. Nicotine does something special for you. Yeah. Um, I will say that out of everything in my life, even with alcoholism running in my family, I'm not an alcoholic. I'll drink once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, like, I'll drink a sugar tank and that'll yeah. basically be it. Yeah. Um, not addicted to alcohol, not addicted to, you know, weed or any other drugs, cigarettes, or I'm sorry, not cigarettes, nicotine yeah. is the one thing that I've just always been addicted to. I don't know. Any other bad habits? <laughs> Biting my nails. Really? Yes. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You wear them. You, you go uh, down pretty far. Do you have to, uh, 
take uh, any measures to prevent that? It's, I don't know. I don't know how to stop. I really don't. That's that's the only other bad habit I have other than nicotine. It's way better than a guy I used to know at this cafe I worked at. He would pick at his hair and he would just end up having like little tiny bald spots. And, and I remember- that's, that, there's, a, there's a term for that. Yeah, you're right. I remember when I found out that it was like not just this one guy that uh-huh. did it, that it there's, was a it, thing. That's actually, that, yeah, that's actually like a condition. And people yeah. do, the, do it to their eyelashes oh, too. God. Oh my God. Yeah, Oof. I had a friend, um, I had a friend that did that. I'm glad I don't have that. Yeah, what I will else. do, and this is this is thankfully not harmful, yeah. but um, one of my comfort things to do is I'll like, especially if I'm trying to go to sleep or something, it seems from when I was a child, I would do this to my mom's hair, but I'll just like very lightly like run my fingers through my hair like this. Yeah, I get that, sure. But it does, I don't pull it or anything and obviously it's not causing any hair loss. No, but I, I uh, have a similar thing sometimes, just rubbing my head uh, mm-hmm. if it's an anxiety thing and I'm trying to go to sleep or something like that. And it's also one of my favorite things. It's like, you know, if you're sleeping with someone or something like that, mm-hmm. if they do that, it's like, oh, yeah. a, it's like an, an immediate like soothe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just do this a lot. Like if I'm like watching something, I'll just be doing this. Which you know what? It's a better um, thing to occupy my fingers and hands with than biting my nails. That's so. true. Yeah, uh, there are some things you could like put on, right? Like bitter tasting things. Or my something mom tried like that. it. Oh yeah, yeah. My mom yeah. tried it for me as a kid, um, and I I picked this habit up for my dad because um, I I would see him biting his nails, and mm-hmm. I guess I just like that's how it started. I mean, I started like when I was like five. Um, but yeah, my mom would put coat the like spicy nastiness on my nails and i would just go through it yeah what about painting your nails does that have any uh deterrent effect on it i yeah i just i actually just noticed yours um <laughs> uh no i i i had them painted very recently like a couple of weeks ago and i um got it all off the next day well that's all right you know everyone has things yeah um it is it is something that i would really like to stop doing um Maybe hypnotism. Maybe so. Some people say it uh, cures them of all kinds of things. So Really? Yeah. Uh, smoking, that's a big one mm-hmm. for that. Although, I remember an interview with David Bowie where he said he went along with it and pretended that he was doing okay. But the whole time, he was just like thinking, I can't wait to get out of here so I can have a cigarette. <laughs> so, not everyone is. That would uh, be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never been hypnotized of you. No. I'm, I'm curious if uh, I would be able to. But I don't want to go seek it out. So yeah, I don't know when I, if I'm ever going to find that out. It's kind of a weird feeling like to like think about like. Yeah. There's all, you know, there's almost like not being in control. A level of trust you need with the person yeah. as well. You know, there's just like hypno porn videos. And I'm like, nope. And I'm even if I'm like, this looks interesting. But like, they're like, countdown. And I'm like, I don't want this. So like, I don't know who you to like, to get into like a state where you're sort of like in this huh. like zone for the porn. And it's usually like a a dom. So it's someone like making like someone submissive through hypnotism. Yes, exactly. Um, and I'll look at like I love to see, check out all the different porns, but those I'm like, ah, nah. I just feel like there's something about this I don't I don't want to get involved. <laughs> also feels like stage doing that sexually, like having that being done sexually would be an interesting thing. Yeah, I'm not sure if it'd work. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing, and and I don't want to find out through a video. That I, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> through a video where I'm I think like, I'm yeah. going to stay away from all sorts of hypnotism. Um, yeah, for now. <laughs> There's like all these poppers hypn- hypnosis videos that they involve some kind of usually feminization from a dom for on a guy, right? Poppers hypnotism poppers hypnotism and it's like whoa oh, time again to take another hit of those poppers take a big long sniff we'll, we'll listen to some it's uh it's fabulous audio 
I have the greatest popper stories of all time. The oh, t- greater pop- greatest poppers story of all time. <laughs> the greatest popper story of all time. Yes. Tell, t- do tell, please. We were having a party um, at Mickey's, and Grant was wearing something that had her titties out, like f- on full display. That like, um, it's like this orange thing that like accentuates them, and like you know, like sure, they're they're they're, they're the center of attention. Yeah. And this straight girl <laughs> says to Grant. You're fucking disgusting. You shouldn't be dressed what? out here like this. What? Which is just, you know, body shaming and homophobic and well, like yeah. all sorts of things. Yeah. But at the end of the night, <laughs> this girl had this like long, long hair. Mm-hmm. And Grant poured an entire bottle of poppers. Oh, <laughs> this all is not over where I expected her hair. Oh my god. So she had a very short haircut very soon after she that. She sure the fuck did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Grant, if you didn't want uh, me to say that. I, I don't think you'd mind at all, actually. We can always vet it, you know, and yes, I can, I can I'll, bleep I'll, the names. I'll get, I'll get the... Uh, I'll get the um, Author of the, yes, the release. Get, yes, yeah. I'll get the release from from Miss Vanderbilt herself. Okay, now this one's called Popper's Mommy's Slut. Princess Violet. Princess Violet, uh, we're enjoying your work now, I think. You can follow her on Twitter. That's right, at the Miss Violet. Hi, little slut. <laughs> this is fucking bliss. Wait, so is she doing the hypnotism? I'm Succumbing not sure. I didn't find it hypnotism, but I just put in Popper's porn. I'll look up Popper's hypno. Going all the way for mommy. Why did that stop? Oh, I'm on the wrong Wi-Fi network. Oh my goodness. The gods of uh, podcasting were like, please don't. Please don't do this again. <laughs> this special time to worship and surrender. Obey all of my instructions. So see if you're like into this and you want to lean in. Up. Oh, I bet I bet she makes a ton of money. Oh, a ton. And good for you, the Miss Violet at, on Twitter. Toyed with. You're so excited, little bitch. You know what's so interesting? What's that? <laughs> like for most like um Fendoms, like yes. financial dominatrixes. Yeah. Um I know one, her name is Dumpster Baby. She's amazing. Where can she be found on uh, um, the socials? At Dumpster Baby. Fantastic. Like a simple, clear is, way of communication. She is a fucking badass. Um love her so much. <laughs> she actually has like a sex dungeon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um like she she used to do her work um in her own living space okay but now she actually has her own um sex dungeon and that also has its own instagram as well oh wow yes we actually shot um <clears throat> Gigi's part of Gigi's hey baby video oh cool there. yes and like it's so interesting because like all these all the clients that she gets are like all these guys that are like super super rich and powerful and influential in like yeah. the business world and stuff yeah and it's like this like this part of their subconscious that like they have to let that all go and like they have to experience the entire opposite in the bedroom in order yes. to like cope with themselves. Right. Right. It's very interesting how like the like psyche plays into like all that. She let us use the space and everything. And I looked at everything that she had. And which she, obviously she's like, go feel free to use whatever. Yeah. You know, just like um Great Gigi, props. Gigi accidentally actually she has this like gorgeous like lounge area kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like it was like a just bed i'm sure to peg men on yeah. um but it had this like glitter dark glitter vinyl mm-hmm. covering and it was gorgeous flawless brand new yeah and Gigi um 
was wearing these brand new Louboutins uh-huh. and accidentally poked a hole in it. <laughs> um, but luckily, everything was totally fine. She was like, oh, this happens all the time. Look, a glamour accident. Yeah. She understands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, it happens all the time. She's, she's so sweet. She's amazing. Um, but oh my God. <laughs> the 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 amount of stuff that she had like piggy masks oh yeah um, yeah uh like little um like the she had the paddles that had the uh little studs on them or yes that she had those but she also had the ones that like spell out things like I, oh my favorite one it said piss slut oh wow okay piss wait did it have on like raised letters so it wouldn't no leave it, a it mark, wasn't raised or? it was like uh missing that area so oh every, yeah. wow i didn't know about that one piss slut wow yes there's actually a photo of Gigi with that with that bottle <laughs> that's great yes um and then she had oh um she had a bar stool mm-hmm. that um had a harness around it and then a dildo on it oh wow so, yeah 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 um, yeah did she have like one of those toilets that has like a resting place underneath like it's i think like, so, like a yeah like, like a, a place for someone to lay down yes, and I, yeah i think so yeah if i'm recalling correctly she had that she had one of the x's oh yeah the, they, there's a name for that and i always forget the name of it it's a something something cross I can't remember. I'll have to ask. Yeah, Cherry a, and Sophie. A non-Christian cross. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Cherry and Sophie, friends of the show. Mm-hmm. No, they actually brought to the uh, years ago when they were on the show. They brought over a sounding kit. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. Sorry. That's all right. That stuff. That stuff. Like, oof. do you want to see a picture of no, it? I no, I don't. You don't. <laughs> no, I don't. No. Well, you know, it was journalistic obligation for me to find out. I mean, I, that that is definitely one thing. I, I remember flipping through some videos. I was like, oh, what's this one? And it was like the still thing was that. And I was like, yeah, oh, no, yeah, let's keep scrolling. Yeah, let's yeah. keep scrolling. Let's move along. I get, move like, along. I get like woozy thinking about stuff like that and like cock and ball torture and stuff like that. Like, oh, no. Oh, my uh, yeah. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. I, although I remember, no. I remember someone saying to me, well, you know, you might like sounding. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather not know. Okay, That's one. Pl- yeah. I'd, I'd like to have some. Yeah. Maybe there's a pleasure that is just uh, foreign to me, and I'll never grasp it uh-huh. because I'll just go with all the other ones, uh-huh. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm open to a lot of things. That is not one of them. Yeah, yeah. Let's advance uh, the time bar here and see. Yes, where Miss Violet. Ms. Violet. You know, the, the difference between us, the dynamic, me superior, so perfect, so beautiful, so on top deserving of everything in this world and you a used little slut this is what you deserve your asshole completely filled oh my god your mind fucked and in a complete Days, trance, unable to think, logic out the window doesn't exist. You're a bitch. Have you watched Euphoria? No, I have to. You do, you do have to. I tend to, I, it's not a problem, but my habit is to then not watch newer shows. And I go, I got to see that. And then I'm like watching the oh, little boat it or is, something. It is amazing. Yeah, I heard it's wild. Absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, one of the characters in it becomes a financial dominator. Oh, wow. And, um, and of course, that is the most uh, amazing one of them all because sometimes they're not even doing anything or interacting. Yeah. Cherry and Sophie have uh, some phone sex lines and one of them is the financial domination line, which is people being put on hold and they have to pay more money than the people who are actually getting phone sex. That is just wild to me. I know, me too. 
<laughs> some people giving over their credit card numbers. Yeah. I wow. I'm sure Dumpster Baby has some oh, fascinating stories. I'm I, I can only imagine. Uh Miss Violet's work is fabulous, but I didn't see much in the way of poppers. Maybe it might be like a uh like oh, a band, band yeah. contra- like contra uh contraband stuff. Uh we'll do one quick little thing here, the hypnosis thing. HP Sissycraft, that's a very good name. HP Sissycraft? <laughs> this is just the ad. Okay. That's just the ad. That's just the ad, yeah. That was quite a lot. You are being brainwashed. Very distorted. You love being brainwashed. Being brainwashed makes you feel. It's too distorted. I, I just can't abide by that. You know. Yeah. Um, maybe I mean that. Maybe that's part of. Yeah. It, maybe it is. I mean, I'm sure people like this have this stuff down to a science where they know what they what their people want. I, I'm sure that wasn't a mistake. I'm sure that oh, was yeah. part of the whole thing. And um, you were you, were you not feeling brainwashed? Uh, I I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> and now you're hopping video to video. <laughs> this is the secret trick to get the entire audience hooked on these things, right? Well, this this one seems yeah okay. This is probably one. Now this is one of those. There's a lot of these where it's like tricking you to be gay. Welcome to day one <laughs> of your gay mind wash. <laughs> we already had a seven day gay challenge. This is Goddess Alexa. What are you doing here? <laughs> are you telling me that it didn't work for you? <laughs> Are you telling me that you still think that you're straight? So is she is she targeting men or women? It seems like there's a lot of content for guys who like to do gay stuff but need to be either coerced into it, mm-hmm. you know, like in quotes, or feel that they're being hypnotized into it and to like, make them yeah, like more to make it okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, oh, I was hypnotized, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not really gay, bro. I was just fucking hypnotized. And then there's also this uh, interesting uh, tranche of them that is like there's a lot of humiliation involved, um, which is like a lot of like, oh, I like halfway through they're being sweet up until that point, And then they get very sort of like, you know, using the slurs you know, and all that stuff, which it's a weird thing to me because that's not a turn on at all to that me. That is and not for me either. And I don't really get it i know that there's a lot of people who do uh-huh. right but it's not yeah i like all kinds of play but i don't like when it gets like mean yeah you know? like i don't yeah because like, anything that feels like it's getting into like bullying territory it's yeah like, mm, no thanks nah, I mean, it's killer. not even that like i feel like if if that were to happen to me like i would even take it that personally or anything like that it's just like no it's just it's like that's outside that realm yeah. of things that are hot you can yeah. say all sorts of filthy things uh-huh. but uh let's just advance a little bit further into goddess alexa's uh work and well, again, she said she had the seven day gay challenge or whatever that was. sounds yeah pretty fascinating seven day now that's a whole involved thing where yeah. i guess you're required to come back every day yeah. this seven day challenge is going to fuck your mind so much that you are not Props to her. Yeah, I could not take myself like I could not take it. So, I, like I would just be laughing my ass off. No, this is the thing. They are they are committed. fantastic. Yeah, they are great at they're it. They're wonderful. Yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I could not. I could not do it. Also, like anyone who's hard. done a two camera talking kind of thing, you know, sometimes you feel like, oh, what am I doing here? Whatever. They are committed to the uh, fantasy and making it work. Now, this is Goddess Alexa, who is on OnlyFans. <laughs> When does the sound all start? Ah, it looks so tasty, doesn't it? 
Zana is throwing me off. Yeah, the sound. See, the, the, my problem with this is that 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 test tone. Uh-huh. I can't. That is no. immediately jarring. Yeah, and that would not. No. Even if I was like, oh, let me try. Let me get into this. But what's interesting is she's like, can like, oh yeah, you're a you're a sissy faggot now. And then she like shows her tits. Right. There's a lot of mixed messaging going on yeah yeah that's true i guess she's testing if it worked or something well that's right there are definitely some of the videos where they're saying well are you looking at this or are you are you looking at my tits or are you looking at this cock i know what you're looking at that kind of thing i want to actually talk to more sex workers again i think yeah is going to be coming back on she just did something interesting where she had her inner labia sewed shut <laughs> she's into medical play she's into uh um, a whole bunch of things. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, Charlotte's amazing. Oh wait, no, I think I think I think I saw you on Twitter um, retweet something about that. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I, I yeah, said yeah, doing yeah. the Lord's work. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Yes. Props to her and props props to sex workers. Absolutely. Do you have any favorite porn performers? I have my few um couple OnlyFans guys that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. You're supporting the arts. Yes. 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 Um. Yeah. Normally they'll get me on like I'll 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 like um I don't like to like like things on Twitter to like show you know kind of because it pops up and yeah and I mean I also I feel like I have a lot of younger followers on Twitter so I like don't want to like taint their minds even though rubber rubber already has (laughs) let rubber take care of that yeah yeah so you don't you know you can look at you can deal with some other stuff. Yeah, no, um, I definitely have some crushes. Uh, <laughs> well, that's fun though. And then, especially on OnlyFans, do you communicate and sometimes request no, certain things? No. Okay, yeah, no, you're happy with their output as it is. Yeah, and uh, it's just like I think I, I think I'm subscribed to two people. Yeah. One guy though, I'm just like head over heels for. <laughs> <laughs> are they local creator? Or are they? Um, no, he is not. He does not live here. Maybe they'll visit LA one day check to see who's subscribing to you oh we were gonna do that tv club thing oh yeah do you have time to do that what what was the show that you were gonna show me i actually i was i, I was trying to think about it on the you way were, here and I, you were you were bluffing i well no. i was also drinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't remember what that's okay like, what what like uh halfway through the night backstage at a night like yeah. like you know you're not meant to that, yes. that was like a sworn statement <laughs> yeah. uh, officiated by a notary public or something uh-huh. yeah yeah. Maybe a different time. Yeah. You're just keeping it secret for me. Yeah. Yes. That's the, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it's been a fabulous time having you on. It has been amazing. Yes. Thank you so much for having me after um, oh, all many the- rescheduling. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was part of the buildup. So it we was. could have the perfect show, which we did. Yes. Thank you for having me on this lovely couch. My pleasure. My distinct pleasure. And I look forward to the next time. Me as well. 